This program was brought to you by Tim Goodings and Son Limited and Co. Here at Tim Goodings and Son, we strive to bring you new innovations for a greener tomorrow. New for this December. Do you find your solar panels not picking up enough sunlight during the winter months? Why, yes! Yes, I do! Then why not purchase Tim Goodings and Son UV light for solar panels? Simply plug into your mains and position above your solar panel and you'll have free energy all winter. Find us on Facebook for more information. Terms and conditions apply. Tim Goodings and Son, a brighter answer for a bright future tomorrow. Putting the fun back into fun environment. Welcome to this week's No Girls Allowed podcast. I'm Will Schimmel. I'm Ollie Della. And I'm Michael. If you didn't hear that, that was Michael Schimmel. He's just making us a cup of tea right now. Um, Ollie, how's your week been? It's been pretty good, dude. Um, college, same old, same old. Yep. But uh, I did manage to get a four-day weekend, which has been nice. Uh, managed to do no, um, no sort of preparation for Christmas, but shit happens. I didn't do it. We didn't do any preparation for Christmas. Me, Ollie, Mike, and our friend Jess went to, uh, who's a girl, yeah. <laughs> went to Milton Keynes um, to do some, well, we didn't actually do any shopping. We went, because I'm helping Ollie's uh, aunt move house, Yep. and she lives down in Lincoln, and Milton Keynes is on the way, so we thought we'd stop in. Uh, Luton. No, can I have Lincoln a cup of tea? Oh, Luton. Yeah, I'll have a cup of tea, man. I'll have uh, coffee, please. Coffee, yeah. White tea sugars, bro. Uh, yeah, anyway, so uh, we went into Milton Keynes, we didn't buy anything. Actually, no, it's a lie, I didn't not buy anything. You got Mountain Dew. Yeah, I got Mountain Dew and uh, got some uh, Krispy Kreme donuts, so I'd call that a success. I'm not going Christmas shopping until, like, I don't know, a week before Christmas. I'm still waiting for my, my December paycheck from the driving range to come in, and then I might think about going Christmas shopping. Although I have got your present lined up, Mike. Good. Yeah, I know what I'm getting you this year. I've got totally no idea what you're getting but you, yeah. you, you and Nick, like uh, Nick Darry, there's a little plug for him when he listens. Our cousin, I know what I'm getting you two for uh, Christmas, but I don't know what I'm getting anyone. I haven't worked out what I'm getting EJ finally yet. I've kind of got some idea. Well, you want to say it, but you might find out. Well, no, that's cool. cool. I'm still going to go anyway. She knows I haven't gone and brought anything yet, but I've got a plan. No. I've, got, I've got a master plan. So, back to the point, yeah. besides the Christmas, yeah. uh, moving house. Moving house. We discovered, we've we definitely had a life lesson when, when moving house. We haven't personally moved house, though. No, we haven't personally moved house, but we helped move house. We've, we've actually found it's very emotional. It's yeah. a very emotional experience, because you've got all this time sitting there in the car. You know, you're going from one destination to t'other. One's concentrating, you can listen to music, but you can also have some very in-depth chats, generally about life or about, you know, other stuff. Uh, previous time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> previous time? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what the great thing was about going... Um, Jess was supposed to fly out, she's working in France for the uh, winter this year, and she was supposed to fly out the day we went, first went down to Luton, and she was in a mood because her, her flight got changed and cancelled and shit, and we, had to go, we were going to go down to Luton to take her to the airport and then to go um, get some stuff from Molly's aunt, and when we all first got in the car, seriously man, it's the same level as when we did the thing with Dan Johnson, okay. <laughs> when we all first got in the car, um, we didn't really talk to each other, and it was all kind of quiet and awkward. 
and then after a little while, we all sort of settled down. Yeah. Listen to some girl talk, some good fun. Yes. Oh yeah, we put on greatest drive time songs, mate. That was awesome. Yeah, that was. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> also, I this... think it starts off with boys are back in town, oh, and, yeah. and then you're away from there. Yeah, just just away, mate. It's just such an awesome. Although, although Jess was on the old Angry Birds. Yeah, so was Ollie. Ollie was on the old Angry Birds on the iPod. Yeah, but they are Angry Birds. Angry it's Birds not is, is a proven thing, right? It's now becoming, uh, as I heard on the radio this week, <laughs> it is actually now becoming the console version. That's you know, so you don't actually have to get it on app anymore. No, you can go out into the shops, you can buy it, and then you can play it at home at leisure. That's pretty like, Actually, like on big screen, like 32 inch, you can precisely angle your birds. Yeah, but it's no different the right from there's there. hundreds of games. It just happens to have pictures of birds. I don't get it. Yeah, but they blow up, they drop eggs. Yeah, but there's like a castle game that you can get on the iPod that's exactly the same type of game. I completed that in Harvest. Yeah, I know, but like I everyone's well, like, angry oh, birds, check off. Yeah, but is it. <laughs> it's only because it's different every time with that with that castle game they're constantly bombarding you just have to flick them out of the way yeah right? and then you do get upgrades right granted but once you've got all the upgrades you're just basically piling up all your, your money to get your upgrades and you're not going to get anything for it <laughs> um, Angry Birds you've got a set amount of levels and then once you've completed it well, you can go back through again and try and beat your own high school I don't like because you don't, you, you don't socialise with your... I see yeah. the car journey as a type of chat. It was, but it turned out like that, that's what I'm saying. For the first sort of 20 minutes... Oh, it was not really, angry about No, but it was really awkward because, like, Jess was all upset about not being able to go, and we had all, like, not really planned what we were going to do. We didn't really have, like, fuel or food or anything. We hadn't really settled down. But then, like, on the way down to Luton, it was awesome. It was, like, a good fun hanging out together and all that sort yeah, of shit. Yeah, that was pretty cool. This week, it's been really snowy in England, um, in case there's anyone listening from abroad. And England can't really handle the snow. But it's really fun. I, I hate to say that England can't really handle the snow because it's quite a cliche, but it's kind of true. It's uh, brilliant. I love the ha- the fact that, you know, we've felt the effects as well. Uh, Obviously the driving range. Yeah. But I love the fact the whole country just shuts itself down. Yeah, it can't we, do it. We, we really, really get much, which was annoying. Yeah, but like... Do you know what's really annoying? It's the whole country got loads and loads and loads of snow. And where we live in Northamptonshire got... What, an inch at best? Yeah. Which was enough to close the golf course where we were. Enough to have some good fun in as well. But it wasn't yeah, but it wasn't enough to go out and sledge. No, no, no. And we got skis and a quad bike. Normally we'd like strap stuff to the back of the quad bike in the snow and just go across the fields. We couldn't do that this year. No. Which is totally gay. Yeah, um not a fan. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not a fan not of no snow. But it is funny. It's gonna snow, it's gonna it's, it's gonna do it properly, properly yeah. 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 What, what I also found funny is I love it in the newspapers when they say stuff like, oh, global warming clearly isn't real because we're having snow. And you're thinking, yeah, that's not really the point, though, is it? You, <laughs> you've got to take into account, like, the Gulf Stream, which would make us colder if the icebergs melt, and also the rest of the world's temperatures, not just England's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we're, as a mean global temperature, it's way up compared to normal. We're not going to get into global warming, mate, no. because that's just a bit weird. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what have you done this week? Uh, I've been doing what you've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike's following me around this week. No, we did do, uh, actually, I, uh, this morning, we, we had a wicked thing this morning. We, we, we got up really, really early, as in, when we say early, it was about eight o'clock, half eight, weren't it? That's pretty early for a day off. Yeah, day off. Day off. Yeah. Normally we get up real early in the morning anyway, yeah, but yeah. Like a day off, day off. So, Cheers, we're weird too, uh, we all jump in the right. truck and we head over to some land and we, we go around and we inspect the grass. We're, taking, we're, we're walking through the fields, looking through the hedgerows. And uh, we're just basically looking if, to see if the land was suitable for sheep, which was yeah. brilliant, I thought, because we came out and we were all happy because it was suitable for sheep, and there's a lot of work to be done, but it's going to be good fun doing it. Well, me and Ollie are thinking of setting up a sheep farm uh, pretty much together. Um, we're going to get a couple of different breeds in, start off quite small, and then sure. uh, just breed up on a bit of land that we've got that we're not using right now, which should be pretty fun. 
Uh, we'll just inspect it. We're probably looking to get it going within about a year. We've got to put fencing in and all sorts of crap and build shit. This week I taught Mike how to use a chainsaw. Yes, you did. Yeah, it was all good fun, man. Good fun, yeah. The scary, man. Yeah, I loved it. All the last, last two weeks, really, I've just been chainsawing up uh, some big old trees that fell down in the wind. I took a Ford 4000 part. That's pretty awesome. No, Been to college yeah. and done some engineering. Yeah, that was awkward. Mate, I, I, I love doing that. With blo- no, I'm alright. Have you put any sugar in already? Yeah, put two. Yeah, that's cool, man. I'm all done with that. That's going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no milk. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking a Ford 4000 apart. Yeah, that was awesome. Why? What was wrong with it? Uh, well, basically, uh, there was a, some kind of fuel filler uh, that was not working properly, and it turns out the actual the screwing or gasket type movement was uh, cracked. <laughs> um, so we took that apart, stripped it all down, and uh, we just ordered the parts in, which was pretty cool because we get to um, spend the college's money. Yeah, we're happy about that. I look, I'm impressed, right? Ollie's College has is an agricultural college, and it does a bit of every kind of agriculture. And even if you don't know much about farming. Basically, the way that the, this is amazing, this blew my mind when you told me earlier this week. Ollie's College, it milks cows all year round, and the milk goes through a radiator, and in between where the milk flows, water flows, and because the milk's hot when it comes out of a cow, it heats the water. It comes out at an internal body temperature of 37.5 degrees. 37.5 degrees, and it heats the water up and provides all the heating, like central heating, for the college. For the so college the, or for, just for the cow? For, for, the, for the dairy farm. Yeah. For the dairy farm. That's nuts. Yeah, I mean, it's just like a, such an awesome idea. I'm well impressed. It works so well because you fill the inlet pipe and it's really, really like cold, and then you fill the outlet pipe and it's warm. It's just amazing. Yeah, right? they just use body temperature from cow's milk before it's it gets excellent. past. Oh, mate, I fucking love that shit. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, as um, just a little bit of housekeeping before we really get into it. We apologise probably for the um, the audio condition and whatnot of our last podcast. I don't know whether that's the right word, but we're just getting used to how the whole system works and getting it out there. Uh, we also apologise that this one's a little bit late, but again, we're just getting used to how it all works. We've uh, found out how we can use jingles and stuff this one. Yes. We hope you enjoy it. Jingles are amazing. Jingles are amazing. <laughs> when, we first, when we first recorded the other podcast uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were like, no, we're not going to use any cheesy jingles. But uh, we're not going to use any cheesy ones, but we're going to use some because just our voices, just saying hello, it's a bit weird. So we had a little bit of a, a sort of hillbilly start to it. Yeah. What with us all being farmers and that sort of stuff. So that's our little bit of like, housekeeping. That and we're gonna have like a different picture uh, for the podcast and stuff, and um, we just it just took us like two or three days to, from recording to getting it up up online, um, and like it's just because we're figuring out how it all work because we literally are just three guys sorting it out ourselves. Uh, yes, that's pretty much it then. Horses, horses. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because we saw a horse earlier when we were coming up the fields. Yeah, was a that was very a nice horse. horse. It was a very, very nice. Horse. I want a horse instead of a car. But none of us know how to ride. No, <laughs> that's the only country skill I don't have. I can shoot. We went shooting today. That was awesome. We were getting our shotgun licenses. It's going to be awesome. We like all the country pursuits. I know how to drive a tractor. I've been doing it for years. Don't, we're not a big fan of fox hunting. Don't, don't, agree, don't, don't agree with duck shoots at all. No. Do you not? No. The fact that they just pile them in a pond and then shoot them. They do that with pheasant shoots as well, though. Mm. They're just reared to be shot. But at least they eat them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least they all go to a butcher. I mean, it's some selfish twat with a gun. Yeah. Some guy generally from the city who's paying a shitload of money to kill something. It's a bit sociopathic. But at least, of, at least the food, go, at least it goes to food. It's kind yeah. of like a toned down version of hostel. When it is. It, it is a lot. I heard a report. No, that, no, when you, when you. They're paying they, to kill things. Yeah, but it gets yeah. more like that when you go. When you go deer shooting, it's really messed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or go and shoot an elephant. I don't get that. 
I'm a guy who goes hunting, I've not got a problem with killing something, I know how to gut it and skin it and eat it and whatnot, but I have a problem with people who pay for the thrill of killing, it just, like there's a thrill of a hunt and that's why I do it, but I do it for a reason, I'll kill something to put it out of its misery, if it's been like half run over and it's a rabbit or a bird or whatnot, or if it's ill, I'll put something out of its misery, he may not I'll, I'll, I'll kill something that's a pest that's threatening the farm, like rats or something. Yeah. Or I'll hunt something for food, and that's as far as I'll go. I won't go out and just be like, oh, there's some big game out there, there's a deer out on the farm, I'm going to go just kill it for the fucking sake of killing it. I don't get people who do that. Yeah. Because that's like, that is just, you're, like, you're right, mate, it's one step step away from hostile. Yeah. That weird film. But isn't that, I don't, I don't know. I like to eat with my hands. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is creepy, that dude. I like to eat with my hands, like when we went to the uh, that supermarket the other day and tried to buy salad. There was no forks. Trying to be healthy. No, the other end of the store, we can't be blamed. Yeah. <laughs> and I salads with my hands. It, had, it was like pretty much the salad. He's I hated going in Mark's dispensary the other day, just purely because of the backache that I got. We talked about that in the last podcast. Yeah, I know. We actually went to Milton Keynes after ranting about it last time. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't go with any of our girlfriends either, which is just... Awesome. Just awesome. It just took, the wallets are still fine. Yeah, I spent <laughs> 20 quid on donuts and Mountain Dew, and I'm well happy. That's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> donuts and Mountain Dew. They are expensive for that, though. Yeah, Mountain Dew's extraordinary. Yeah, but the thing is, Mountain, you bought it from the American store, didn't you? Yeah. You don't know that they sell it down in the corner shop now. No, I don't want to know that. I want to buy it when it's American. It's in mm. ounces on the thing. It's full of all the e-numbers that are bound oh. in England. It's great. You drink it, you're like, woo! I haven't needed any kind of coffee for like three days because of that manager. And I'm not a big coffee drinker, but I need like a cup a day. <laughs> In fact, I'm a, quite not a big coffee drinker because any more than a cup a day and I start to get hydrated and run around everywhere. Yeah. Like a, like a small child who's had too much sugar. We've swiftly uh, moved away from the topic of horses. Oh yeah, so horses. <laughs> I want a horse instead of a car. I've said this for a year now. I yeah. don't know how to ride. I know how to do everything else outside and outdoorsy, but I don't know how to ride. Yeah. And I want—I still want a car because I'm still going to need to get places. But essentially, it's like Milton Keynes, like Milton Keynes, yeah, <laughs> just like Milton Keynes, or to get to maybe like your house. Yeah. Well, maybe not if you're at Frank's, which is like the next two villages over. Yeah. But like if you're in your house in the town, I'm gonna, yeah, I, I'm gonna want a car. But like, I live five miles away from the—I live I, I either work where I live, or the other two places where I work is five miles away. So like, why run a car when I could just get on my horse, ride it to my uncle's? He's got a horse. I'll put it in the field with that horse, it can fuel up while I'm at work by eating, yeah. and then I can just ride it home. Granted, it'll take a little longer, but, you know, I don't have to pay any tax to the government, because I just tax my car and it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I'm thinking of um, converting the, the Land Rover. What into? No, it's over into the agricultural spray over. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I want to hold on to it, so I've got this really rough, rough old Land Rover. Um, and it is, it's all it's all legal and above board. It's all got an MOT, surprisingly, if you just. ever saw it. Um, but I, 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 I love it, but it's so, it's so impractical, because it's cold, it doesn't have a heater, the doors don't lock, uh, it's just rubbish, um, but, I, but, but, but I love it. It's nothing got really to inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and it's real, I have to start it by hot wiring it, because the starter motor's gone, and everything else. But, um, yeah, 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 so I, I want to keep it, but I don't want to have to pay any money to keep it, so I was thinking of retiring it to a tractor and then get myself an actual car. And I asked RT, my uncle, about the um, about the Range Rovers, the old Range Rovers that bang about the farm. He said, he said the only one that's worth doing up is my mum's old one. And yeah. The clutch has gone on that, so imagine what the state of the other two are like. Yeah. I can't be bothered to do a clutch on a Range Rover. I don't want to buy some. Yeah. <laughs> as much as I'm buying stuff from my uncle, it's pretty much everything else I've owned has come from him. But <laughs> <laughs> apart from the Land Rover. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just running what my uncle's farm was like. 
25 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I've got all his old tractors and all his old bits of kit. I just bought them off them cheap. I've got mixed feelings about horses. Um, like, I love the fact that people do take take their time. You know, when there's a horse on the road, they'll slow down. I, I really I like, like that. I have to stop in the Land Rover because it makes such a loud yeah. noise. But I'm courteous to horses. Yeah. But when we saw that one this morning, we were sitting there and we were like, right, we'll just let it go past. We, we, we weren't in a rush, like we said. That's no, beautiful. Horse. Yeah, it was such a nice horse. It was worth yeah, watching it go nice. past. It's when, like, you see people on horses and they don't sort of give you any appreciation for that. Yeah, that's the same thing. No when when you stop to let someone go and they don't give you a wave. No, it drives me nuts. I've moved from the wave now to the double-click point fingers. Nice. <laughs> it feels good. Right, you let someone go, like, especially in the villages where it's like everyone's parked on the sides of the roads and shit and there's two cars. You let someone go and I'm like, Thanks very much. I've got three different ways of doing it. If, if there's like, um, say, some young guys in a Peugeot 106 or something, there's about six of them in it, they get nothing. <laughs> oh, no, you've got to give something. No, they get nothing. Maybe a nod, right? And then I go on to the middle-aged people, and they get the, the standard hand, right? And then the older people, so like the Nissan microdrivers. So they get a no, they get like a, a queen roll of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because the, the queen's yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, they get the queen's way. Carry on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm super courteous to them. It's like if they stop for me, I'm like, no, wait, this is wrong. You go. You go. You go you're queen's hand. Yeah. It doesn't matter. The advantage of having a bigger car is you're allowed to go wherever you like. You have a bigger yeah. car. If you start driving down the road, someone's got a reverse view. But I'm, I'm real courteous. Do you feel awkward when, uh, when that happens? When one person flashes you? Then you know, no, no, you go along, you go along. And then sort of, <laughs> you stay there, you stay there for a few minutes. And you're like, shall I go? Shall I go? And you end yeah. up sort of moving forward and the old moves forward. Yeah. I love it how there's no technicality awkward. about who has right of way in, in some situations. And I asked my driving instructor, so I said, in the test, say a situation comes up, it's going back a couple of years. And um, I said, what if a situation comes up where I need to flash someone forward? He's like, don't flash anyone, because if you do that, you've insinuated that the road's safe for them to travel on. And if they have an accident, it's your fault. I was like, fuck hell. Yeah. Laws on the road is strict, man. Yep, 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 yep. That just does my head in. Yeah, anyway, horses, back to <laughs> Finally, back to horses. Well, yeah, the, the people that, like, don't give you the appreciation, they annoy me, because they're just, <laughs> they're just stuck up equine people um, that, you know, all they do is eat, breed, and live horses, right? There's two different people that eat, live, breed horses. There's ones that are sort of, like, small <laughs> and kind of round. You're categorising them by height. I'm not saying that they're overweight or anything I'm just saying they're small and round yeah. <laughs> or there's the really tall ones stack- with actually that's more like in the same really vibrant hair colours that are sort of like four foot wider than their hair. Electric, electric purple choppers no I was just going for extreme blonde or extreme brunette to be honest uh, and then their, their face is sort of like an inch out from what it should be due to the heavy amount of makeup <laughs> um, and then obviously they have to have matching hair to the horse um so they have like this weird, really weird, shitty little ponytail thing going at the back, which is all plaited like like the horse's hair. Have you ever seen someone's right. totally matched with a horse? So yes. Have, like the mane of the horse is the same colour as yes, their hair. Yes, it's weird. And if there's two colours in the mane, they've got the same two colours in their hair. Yeah. And they've got like purple jumpers on, and then like the saddle's purple, and like maybe it's got a purple bow on, on the tail of the horse and stuff, yeah. and it's just like, it's like seeing people who have tiny dogs. Yeah. And I've got nothing wrong with tiny dogs, because they're fucking funny. My mum's got a tiny dog. I know, and it's cute as hell. Uh, and she pulls around, picks it up. No, yeah, she's got this cow. Point. She's got this cow. It's about a foot long. And bear in mind, my dog's probably about a foot long as well. The <laughs> dog, uh, yeah. Uh, she <laughs> managed to sort of get her front arm around it, and she's got one paw on the floor, and then she she'll hump it. Right? Yeah, your lady dog right? humps. And then the after cow. about four or five bounces, she'll go for the two arm and she'll just start <laughs> hug, like, hugging it, and she'll just be jumping up in the air with her face smacking against the floor <laughs> repeatedly. 
She'll be finished, tongue hanging out of mouth, panting, sort of look at you, stiff to say, sort of like, yeah, I've done that. Walk away, come back, and then just do it again. And then if you take the cow away, that's when, that's when things start getting nasty. The thing, the thing <laughs> that I've never got with your dog is that your dog's a female dog, right? She yeah. something. And she hunts like a boy. Yeah, and she's on top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your, your, your little tiny, Ollie has the smallest dog ever. It's not quite as small as a parrot. Yes, yeah, fucking useless. Yeah, but it's, it came round to my house, and I've got a wolf that's a dog, right? And he's a big wolf. And uh, he normally goes and fights with other dogs and kills shit. Not maliciously. Well, a little bit maliciously. Like, he kills like, the chickens in the farmyard and stuff. But um, he's lovely. He's cute and soft as hell to humans. But um, he met this little dog, and I was a bit scared about him meeting her. And she scared the shit out of him. Yeah. What the hell was that? Like, he, she's as big as his paw. And she was like, Arr. and by the end of the night, he was sitting there just licking her like she yeah, was yeah. some Roman emperor. Yeah, yeah. Like, you expect him to turn around, he's got grapes there just feeding them to her one by one. This tiny little dog was in charge of my big wolf. Can you imagine that? Like, you know the portraits of dogs playing snooker and stuff? We could have done one <laughs> yeah. with a wolf feeding a Yorkshire Terrier grapes. Yeah, that's exactly. That would have been excellent. Oh, the dog's a big wolf. He's got so soppy right now. I don't know whether it's he's getting old. Like his face is looking more like a tough sheep. Yeah. He looks like he's getting all grizzled and manly. Mm. But he's, uh, he's getting more and more soft. He keeps I'm coming on the bed for love. Yeah, and he's getting a bit soft. It's just, I, I like not as soft as Max. Not as soft as Max. Yeah, your dog. Yeah, but Max has gone gay because he keeps prodding George's bar. That's yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> your dog's gay, bro. <laughs> keeps getting his pinky out as well. It's not your dog, it is mine. So your dog's gay. Yeah, but I've got my own dog, bro. Yeah. That's the family's dog. Let's <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm slightly worried that when it was it's meant to have good. sex with a with a female dog, it didn't. It didn't. Yeah. It, it didn't. <laughs> we tried to get him to breathe with our aunt's dog. She um, was totally on heat. She was on heat. Yeah. Well, Randy, and he's got the biggest testicles. Like Max, although we've just been saying he's a gay dog, he is like the buffest dog ever. He's like the Schwarzenegger of the dog world. Yeah, muscle definition. Like, you can see his muscles. You can see his veins on his muscles through yeah. his fur. <laughs> the dog is just just a big pound of meat with his two giant gonads, and he would not shag the female dog. And it's so funny. He's still not shagged anything, but. Oh. A male dog. By <laughs> trying to hump another male dog. Yeah. I remember when he got really excited. And it's not even, it wasn't even that dog. Yeah. Like, he wasn't even like, it wasn't anywhere near his penis. No, no. He, was, <laughs> he just had it in his front paws and was humping. <laughs> and now he always brings you tea towels, which is a little bit suspicious. <laughs> like, you get to the house, he's got a tea towel in his mouth. You're like, I don't want to touch you. <laughs> I saw what you did like four years ago. I'm still not sure what you're doing. Be, be wary of any tea towel we give you. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> your dog's got a fetish for tea towels. <laughs> anyway, your dog is small and yeah. awesome. I can't remember how we got onto that. We just completely lost ourselves on a tangent. Yeah. We went from oh, you know equine what? girls. Yeah, all right, so equine girls, right, <laughs> you could actually say that like, the, the sort of role model for them would be someone like Paris Hilton. Right, Jodie Marsh, I think. Although Jodie Marsh... Uh, I think she's quite nice. Jodie Marsh is a lovely person. I think she's tattooed would, to the hill, and I respect that. I would um, I'd, I'd be right there ready to slag off Jodie Marsh. Katie Price, on the other hand, is the, is the equine... No, she's the yeah, she's, got, she's got her own version of saddles yeah. and well, yeah, but she was just, she was a genius with that because she said they were pink. She just brought out pink jumpers and made millions. Yeah, I hate how good that business. That's like when Victoria works. Beckham brought out jeans that just had a, a crown tattooed on the back of the ass. Yeah, not tattooed, stitched onto the back of the ass. Yeah, and like they were Victoria Beckham jeans. They're like two or three hundred quid. I remember um, a girl I knew. My oh, girlfriend, a girl I knew uh, from years ago, was like, oh, "I've got some Victoria Beckham jeans." She was like, "They're like two hundred and sixty quid." I'm thinking. Victoria Beckham's a genius. She's rich anyway. Yeah. <laughs> she's literally just got some jeans and put a crown on the back. Or she hasn't. She's paid someone to. Yeah. It's just so clever. It's like, you can you can hate on Jordan all you like, but um, 
She's still pretty smart, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, she is. Well smart. <laughs> yeah, she gets away. I mean, to be honest, right? how many books she wrote? We can actually compare ourselves to George. I was watching that. I don't know why I was watching it. You know, the Jordan Next Chapter thing or whatever it is on ITV. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was watching that, right? And um, she recorded what Just she like, thought she was going to be a number one single, <laughs> right? In her bedroom. Oh, didn't she what are we doing things? now? Right? We're, we're sitting in the top of a barn recording something over a podcast. Oh, I hope we make millions of pounds, by the way, guys. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> money, don't I don't want to make any money. <laughs> we've, we've got a new sponsor, actually, on the subject of money. Not yeah. that he's paying us um, or knows anything about it. No, no, Tim, Tim Giddings and, and son. And uh, co. And co. You'll be hearing a different You'll be hearing a different advert each week. I think this week's is uh, the UV light for your solar panel. So when it's dark outside, you plug your UV light into the mains. Uh, it shines over the solar panel and provides your house with electricity while also using it up. Brilliant, Brilliant idea. Overcoming yeah. the sustainable life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what you need. Tim Giddings and Sun. Contradiction. Proud sponsors. <laughs> Proud sponsors of No Girls Allowed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's actually on Facebook. I, I urge anyone who's, uh, who's, who's listening now to look us up on Facebook. Not that we say an awful lot, but um, you get to see what some of our friends uh, are bullying us about. Um, because we made a podcast, so it might be quite funny. Um, also, give us an idea of who actually listens to our podcast, bar people we know. Yeah, um, that would be nice. Yeah, that would be nice. Well, we noticed we actually had we had like 180-odd downloads of yeah. last week's podcast. Well impressed. It's nothing compared to like a Ricky Gervais podcast where we had like 20,000, but well impressed. 180 people listened to what we had to ramble about. I mean, yeah, and to be honest, we didn't really talk about much. No, no, this one's yeah. going to be way better because we've got jingles. <laughs> I've sorted out the sound thing so that we sound like humans and not like we're in a little echoey box. You know what I'm really looking forward to, you know, when I get in the car in the morning and see if Chris Moores uses a jingle that, like, like ours. Yeah, I'll go through <laughs> when, when we're done recording this, I'll go through all the jingles. Yeah. There's one on there and it sounds just like the American Pie. It's so funny. You know, like, American Pie, like, when they're like, da 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 and then they zoom into the high school, and then they yeah. come out in the films. It's yeah. just, it's that, it's that stuff. <laughs> and I, think it, I think it actually is that stuff. It's Excellent. <laughs> uh, actually, Brainwave, while we were talking about it, Paris Hilton, mm. massive feet. Paris Hilton has massive feet. I've heard she's got size 10. Yeah. UK size right. 10. UK size 10. US size 11. Yeah. Right. Which is ridiculous, right? I now dubbed that girl untrustworthy. She's, she's not girl. trustworthy because she's got massive feet. She's got bigger feet than you. She, my, yeah, my feet are tiny. Yeah, but you're, 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 you're like the tallest guy. No, wait, hang on. I rephrased that because my next statement would really put me in the, in the shit, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My feet aren't tiny. I've got size nine and a half to tens. Oh, you count the half, that means it's tiny. No. <laughs> yeah, see, I've got like size 12 to 13s. Yeah, okay. That's big. That's fine. I don't know what that. What's an average six foot one? I don't know. Actually, average size is eight. No shit. Well, bro. Yeah, seriously. Really? Really? That's what I heard. That's tiny, man. I'm gonna Google that while we're talking. But anyway, so Paris Night Hilton's got these. And the search engines are available. I just don't think she's trustworthy. I know what you mean, man. Uh, It's the same thing with hands. If you see a woman with giant hands. Oh, it's creepy. Oh, and like, like, I don't know, like working behind the bar and you're giving them change and they've got huge hands, bigger than your hands. And you're oh, like, no. oh, my hands are pretty big. Um, it, it just doesn't make me feel comfortable. No, there's something about that. You know yeah. when, they, like, when they put your, your hand to your face game and then they smack it? Yeah. Right? You would not want their hands in front of your face. Oh, God. You'd be knocked out. No, you'd want, like, like I don't know, who's a small bloke? Ah, now it's, it was size 8 and now it's size 9. Ah, uh, there you go. That's according to the Daily Mail. Yeah, right. you're, on, you're on average there, Rob. Yeah. 
But I mean, say you came across a man with size seven feet, you'd be creeped out. Tom Cruise, I bet Tom Cruise has got... Yeah, but Tom Cruise is weird. I met a man about two weeks ago, and he was really, really nice guy. And I know him for a friend. I'm not going to say who it is, because just to get a sentence, because it might be embarrassing. And he was an absolutely lovely guy. And he had tiny hands, and they were like, they were like your missus's size hands. My missus got tiny hands. Yeah, your missus is little anyway. It's, it's not like, not like little, little. when they've got tiny hands. Yeah. <laughs> Unofficial. Because oh, it makes your penis look bigger. Exactly. <laughs> That's an extra inch in my eyes. <laughs> you shaved it as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. Now it's like 14 inches. Christ, what do I do with it? I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> but like, no, this guy had like tiny ass hands. And it, it, like, it took me... He was a really nice guy. I bet he like, feels good about himself, though, when he's like... You know, checking up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. Because then he's got the same scenario as me. Apart from his going on. But then this brings into the woman with big hands. Because if that man with the small hands then came across this woman with the big hands. Tom Cruise theory with Katie Holmes. Because she's massive. She's got a big hat. Katie Holmes is pretty. I didn't realise how pretty she was. And then it's going to make the man feel even worse. Yeah. I'm put off by the fact she ate a placenta, but that's a religious thing. No, no, Tom Cruise ate a placenta. I don't know how it works. Yeah, it's kind of creeps me out. Yeah, it's a little bit weird. I wouldn't either. I mean, it's a little bit weird. I, mean, I guess it's not that weird, really, because it's only like... Well, we have been saying for weeks now that we want to try and pasteurise women's breast milk. Yeah, so it's, so it's, not, it's not a million miles off that, is it, really? Not really. No. But at the same time, I think that should be done so we can have it in powdered form just in case you run out of milk in the fridge. Yeah. Yeah. Our friend Miles this week has had a baby. Yay, Miles. Yeah. Reggie. Little beautiful Reggie. Cute as a button. He brought in a picture of him the other day. It's well funny. Yeah, it's quite good. It's actually quite... Like as babies go, some they always look the same, don't they? Yeah. And but you can't see little Miles bits. And as he grows yeah, yeah. up, when he gets to about like six months, you'll yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, you'll see little bits like. of people in it. Yeah. Um, but I love the fact that, like, you know, they're all the same looking. This baby doesn't look the same as every other baby. That's what I noticed about it. Really? Yeah. yeah. My babies look the same. No, I just. I love the fact that it looked like Reggie, this. and it's not called Reginald. Like Reggie is its name. To be honest, it looked like a, a young Bruce Willis. <laughs> that's that's all I saw. Yeah, so he, so he, so yeah. Actually, he says yeah. that he's like it's kind of it's like stocky already, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you know, yeah. like, all babies have like baby fat, like a little bit chub. And it's fine because it's a baby. All babies, the great chub gone. Um, uh, <laughs> provided they have a healthy diet, I guess. Um, but like, yeah, no, his baby's like stocky. I want to see it. It's supposed to be like nearly a week now. Yeah, I'd like to see it actually. Can barely open his eyes. Still got his umbilical cord. <laughs> I don't think it's worthy to go anywhere but in the home. <laughs> What's um, with, uh, like, so, going through the whole big hands, big feet, all this stuff, and then with a new baby, right? Yeah. What's with, uh, what's, what's with the new cougar fad? Oh, what, it's, like, it's been milk for years, right? Yeah, no, I, I've <laughs> always known it as milk. And now it's cougar. I think yeah, it's cougar. The, thing, the thing is with cougar is it like makes it acceptable, but it makes it mainstream and it sucks. Because when you're like at sort of a late adolescent teen, like when you're like 17, 18, you're like, it would be awesome if there was like a bit 30 year old bird, right? And that's just like, that's an awesome fantasy. Obviously, you know, you're surrounded by, uh, you know, whatever, but you're like, yeah. that would be awesome. Like, but the, it's like, it's, t- it's a total fantasy. And the fact that it's now like sort of like a commonplace thing, yeah. it just, it's just a bit weird. I just like, I think it's taking the fun out of it all. Definitely. They're taking the fun out of fancying milks by making it acceptable. Yeah. For milks to date yeah. younger men. Not I've got anything wrong with someone who's, a girl who's dated a younger man. I've dated an old girl, old girl before. But like, now it's acceptable and it's just like, it's got a, its own little yeah, like, tag. Like extremes. That yeah, but it's do. also got its own little tag like chav. Like, yeah. that ruins like, calling like chavs. Towns. I never, yeah, I used to call them townies or yeah. strokes or whatever. And then now it's like, oh, they're chavs. And then they have this whole image with it. 
it's like Cougar's now going to have this whole image, and it's just it's ruining the milf. Yeah. What's, what, what's the difference between a milf and a cougar anyway? I don't, I don't know. know. Like, I'm not down with the hip slang. No, seriously, kids. I just got told it's changed. <laughs> just got to, apparently a puma, right, a cougar is a 30-something, a puma is a 40-something, wow. and a 60-something is bagpuss. <laughs> um, I totally stole that joke from someone else. <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> um, yeah. And on about girls, um, I've got one thing I have been meaning to rant about, and I, this is all due respect to women. The whole rant means no insult to women, and the, and, and, it, and it is that women like no like <laughs> yeah, no girls. The women have this idea that a rough-looking man, like a, 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 a you know, like a, a, right, a huge Jackman in a Australia, huge Jackman in Australia, like they have the fantasy that it would be great to see like a really rough-looking man. Now speaking as a man who's quite rough-looking. I would have this might because yeah. it, unfortunately you're a beautiful apricot. Yeah, he's boy. just a pretty man. Not a pretty boy, because that's like a label again. Yeah. <laughs> Much better looking than we are. But like, I, you know, I've got the scraggy beard and a bit of a hairy chest, I've cut some arms, I've got big strong arms, and like I'm half tanned and I stink of diesel and whatnot. And I'm outside and I shoot and hunt and play with tractors and everything. I've got all of that apart from the beard, but I do have tattoos. Yeah, you do have tattoos Sweet. and all that sort of thing. And, <laughs> and, 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 again, this means no disrespect to women, but. The whole women fancying uh, rough-looking man is just—it's in their head somewhere. Like when you actually, like, I, my girlfriend knows me, and I love my girlfriend. But living realistically, living with a rough-looking man, it's we're not that—we're not that easy to look after because we literally come in with shit on our shoes and just walk everywhere, and we're just rubbish. Got <laughs> I've got whole slurry on my feet right now. Yeah, you got slurry on your shoes, man. You just stink. I can smell them from here. They still smell like cow bits, right? I always think of these. Always, think always of these. think of these. I've got grease all over my hands. I haven't washed in a couple of days. Okay, I look all manly and shit when I come in, and I've got like a coat over my shoulder, a bit of wood, or a chainsaw or some shit. But like, realistically, living with me isn't as easy as they think. I like. Let's take Hugh Jackman in Australia. Now, Hugh Jackman is a legend. Right? I like Hugh Jackman, and he's 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 a buff dude. But, like, in the storyline in Australia, he fucks off for, like, six months and leaves her because he has to go work. Now, as awesome as that is, being a man and looking at that, you're like, yeah, he's gone out on the range, man. He's dealing with a cow. He's riding a horse. He's awesome, right? As a girl, that's a wicked fantasy. But living with that, living with a guy going off for six months. Now, I'm aware that people, like, live with, like, husbands and wives and go, like, serve in the military and whatnot and go away. But, like, living with it's hard. Yeah, yeah. And it's, like, this fantasy that women have a rough men. It ain't true. And this whole thing, <laughs> this whole thing was brought to my attention because we did the November thing, and my uncle um, grew a beard because he didn't want to grow a moustache because he's vain. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> he grew a beard, and everyone was like, "Oh, he looks all grizzly and manly." And uh, one of the girls who we worked with said that, and I was like, "Yeah, but living with us is a mission." And she was like, "No, I live a, a rough man. I, <laughs> look at my look at my boyfriend, and they get on really well." And I was like, "Yeah, but you're always like." You know, not at each other's throats, but like, yeah. like he's just like, right, I'm going down the pub and just goes. Because yeah. he's like that rough kind of man. So it isn't as easy to live with. And I just think it's a really funny fantasy. And women are like, oh, a rough man. And speaking as one, like, I love being who I am. And like, my girlfriend loves me and all our girlfriends love us and, and whatnot. But it, it ain't as much fun as like, oh, he's, he's got, you know, a bit of a stubble and shit. Mm. And actually on that note, <laughs> be, look, being a natural guy who cuts down trees with a beard and wears checked shirts and has done years, when you go into town, and you see the guy with the designer stubble and the designer check shirt, and the guy that you're talking to, you've been introduced to him by someone, and he goes, so what do you do? What have you been doing like the last week? And you're like, I just found a couple of trees, whatnot, locking them up, having a bit of a fire. He just looks at you completely bemused, and you're like, you're trying to dress like the lifestyle I lead, 
And then, and then when I tell you what I do, you're not interested. <laughs> you're not even remotely interested. You're just focusing on what looks cool. You weird motherfuckers. <laughs> we had that this uh, we, uh, over Harvest. Harvest is big deal. There's all these big flashy lights and machines, fucking whatnot, and everything's going on. And we had uh, our girlfriend, a couple of mates, a couple of our mates came up to the farm to pick her up, and they were like, "Oh my god, it's like something off a movie set." No, it's just a farm, right? This is <laughs> how, how we live our lives. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure people think that when they like see it. Uh, it's the same with the rough man actually going back to my truck. I, I love my truck, but I still have to hotwire it. It has no heat in. Yeah. And that's, that's just mainly because I can't be, I can't afford anything else. And it runs so I like it, right? And it's rough as hell. Bit could break off, but I crash it to a wall. It ain't going to matter. And like, as, as, like, as rugged as that looks to like one of maybe my girlfriend's mates, she'll be like, that's awesome. You know, he's got a truck and he's a man and everything. But, like, living with it as my girlfriend, again, she loves being all this. This week especially. Yeah, being scary. Living, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> living with me in that truck, it's not that much fun. Living with me having a wolf, it's just like, he's asleep on the bed right now. He's <laughs> just going to stink of wet dog. <laughs> I'm cool with that. It's like, I, I, I really need a truck now, um, because my car is starting to stink of silage. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, and the thing your is, cars are made. You're, you're the same thing. Your car, you had to hot well, you had to bump start it. You had to park it on a hill, otherwise the fuel pump wouldn't work. Your yeah. exhaust is hanging off, yeah. and it's multicoloured right now. Yeah. It's the same thing. Right? Like, snap both front suspensions. Yeah, and your missus will save you. She loves you for yeah, it. No. That's just how it is. But it's not as easy living no. with as the fantasy dictates. Exactly. I'm sure it is with other fantasy. Like, like the cougar milf. I think uh, I think it's about time to wrap it up now. You reckon? Yeah, let's, let's end it with a really cheesy jingle. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm game. All right, well, let's go find we'll put one on after we finish speaking, I'm sure, with the power of editing. Yeah. I would like to thank our, uh, our sponsor again, uh, Tim Giddings and Son. And Enco and Limited. Limited. Bar. Yeah. TM. TM. Striving to uh, <laughs> We'll give a shout out to uh, yep. Nick Tarry and Tim Giddings because they both gave us a review on iTunes. A uh, little shout out to Luke McClure and all his buddies who are listening. Um, Dan Johnson Dan Johnson who came up and recorded the Tim Goodings advertising he will and uh, he will be our first um, uh, podcast phone interview next week yeah we'll have a phone interview with Dan Johnson next week uh, we'll see how he's doing in Falmouth yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we'll have a live a live Probably when we're the here yeah because <laughs> yeah, like because <laughs> he's from way down south so yeah. in a separate country um, yeah and that'll be awesome so we'll have a live interview with we him we could do it over Morse code and make it more exciting yeah, and then Chad's like, I can't do Morse code. I can. Can you? Dash, yeah, that, ready? That dash. Oh, mate, we've got to do that idea with next year with a tractor. Um, and then, because we've got the four tractors on the go, spell fuck with the flags. Yes. The old flags, like the old sailing flags. I, I so said, like, when we're in convoy, it'll spell out fuck. We'll just put a flag on each antenna of the tractor. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. If, if you can read fuck. the old yeah. sailing code, like, flags. Yeah. <laughs> we came up with that the other day. <laughs> that was that's excellent. Pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so just a shout out to all those guys and to anyone else who don't know. Uh, which would be weird for us because we literally just made this for like our mates who are going away. Oh, shout out to Jess if she downloads this when she's in France. Yeah, hope you landed safe. Cool. I'm taking you there in a couple of hours. It's going to be a late drive down the M11. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to Jess and anyone else who's listening and we don't know you. Uh, Join you know, us again next week. Yeah, like us on Facebook. It's just No Girls on Our Podcast. Join us again next week. Thank you from Will. Thank you from Molly. Thank you from Mike. Cue cheesy outro. That was a brontosaurus whale. Nice outro, Ollie.